Hey, Mark. Hey, Katie. Hey, you want to do a podcast? Yeah. Sweet. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to the Unforget Yourself Show, where we use the power of woo and the proof of science to help you identify your blind spots, get over your own bullshit, <gasps> so that you can do the fucking thing you actually want to do. Absolutely. I'm Mark. And I'm Katie. And we're the founders of Unforget Yourself and the creators of the Unforget Yourself system. Look, being a business owner is tough. Yeah. With vulnerability and with humor, mm-hmm. we'll be sharing with you the real stories behind the success of those brave and crazy enough to start their own business and to show you that you're not alone. You're not. Well, from the accidental entrepreneur to the laser-focused CEO, we have honest conversations about how they got to where they are today. We talk about the challenges that they faced and what they're currently dealing with in real time on their roller coaster journey. Along the way, we want to show you that it's, it's you. You are the most important asset in your business. Yeah, you are. So let's cut the bullshit and start the show. Enjoy. Okay, hello everyone and welcome to the show. So today we have with us Ruth Weinstock, founder of RW Creative Marketing. They're experts in marketing with Facebook ads, sales funnels for spiritual businesses. I love that. Hey Ruth, welcome to the show. Hey Mark, how are you? Doing fine and dandy, thank you for asking. So hey, can can you expand a little bit more on where are you? with your business today and who is it that you truly love to work with? Okay. So uh, my business is like fledgling. I'm a little further behind than I wanted, but I'm doing really well living off. It's only been a couple of months really since major launch. Mm. Um, I work with, I tend to attract spiritual entrepreneurs. I went through quite a spiritual awakening as the business started. And I just find that that's who inevitably I gel with and who inevitably takes my services. So it's was not that really the by spirit. accident or was that no. by complete intention? No, oh, not intention, but I don't think by accident either, if that makes sense. So I did rebrand a touch to be a little bit more in the spiritual to kind of show off that that's who I wanted. But I guess mm. those people coming through before that anyway. Yeah. I feel like the kind of something I'm putting out there in the universe that, I mean, nearly all of them understand the terminologies I use and when I talk about, you know, like disciples and (laughs) praying for certain things, they're, they're on board with it. So I definitely seem to bring in those kind of clients. They're the ones that work very well for me right now. Mm, Nice. So so with those clients that you, that you want, that you love working with, that you can see good results from what, what would you find is what's their biggest challenge? What is it that they're truly, what, what do they think that they want when they first come to you? Yeah, everybody thinks that they want just like an ad, you know, like they think there's like a magic pill, like I can just poof an ad and then sales are going to happen. You mean it's not, right? No, (laughs) no, there's like this whole thing that goes with it. Like it's a, it's an endeavor, you know, it's like a waterfall. You pull out a stone at the top and some of the water starts to come down, that being an ad, and then you have to keep chipping away. Mm. So you have to await your message. You have to chip away all those digital aspects in between where the ad is and then the sale and so I'm constantly coaching them and bringing them from you know one part to the other and it's a kind of stepping stone Mm. and it's expensive you know so a lot of people think you know we can put 200 bucks into an ad and we're going to sell our high ticket offer for five grand it's like you need probably three times as much as what your high ticket is to actually figure out the first person that buys you know so there's a lot of getting over their money blocks and things like that as well like i know mm. there's a lot of 
mental hurdles because the digital stuff is fairly easy. I come along and do that. I'm your fairy godmother with that part. It's the other stuff that a lot of people struggle with and they never move forward. And I see that uh, I get lots of calls every week. This is, you know, the mindset. This is too expensive. I can't afford that. I can't, I can't, I can't. And Mm. I'm like, well, your business will never move forward unless you get over whatever that is in your mind. Yeah. So how do you help your clients to, with the, the expectations and the assumptions that come into play here, what is it like to guide, guide them through this, which can be exciting. It can be terrifying. Mm-hmm. I think it's just about being honest. Like I just tell a month one, we're spending a lot of money. Not a lot's going to happen. I just try and give it to them as brutally and as simply as possible. Like this is marketing month one, month two, where this is, this is what we do. We just pour money into it and we cry and we wait and, but the good things are happening it's a a gosh it's like an analogy for life i guess sometimes you know delayed gratification we're Mm -hmm. waiting for gratification you got to put in the work first it doesn't you don't ask for something from the universe and it just materializes you know yeah but hold on we've we've gone all around this we've come from being um yeah uh, cavemen to, to farmers and agriculture which is not a you plant the seed and here we go there's all the fruits there has been naturally this wait, this pause. But in this modern day and age, which is like, here's the quick hack. Here's the secrets. Here's what you need to do. I mean, yeah, absolutely, some things work. But I think we've been more conditioned to, there is a quick win. I want it now, now, now. How has that maybe impacted us? How, how, how deep do you want to go? How has that impacted us as a society and us as, as, as business owners? Oh, huge. I mean, I, I mean, obviously, I study marketing all day long on Facebook and the way, you know, people, that's how they sell you. They get you in with some magical, this is the magical pill. And if you think about it, like relationships, everything, everything's like boiling down to shorter and shorter. Like mm. we want more gratification quick. I mean, even like on the dating scene, you know, people want everything now. They don't want to put the time into actually building something. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's happening across our whole life our whole sphere, this um, digital technology, I think, because it sells you that, even though people haven't seen the results or they believe they've seen the results because they put a couple of results of someone who became a millionaire over that millionaire did not become a millionaire overnight. He probably spent 20 years trying to be that millionaire and then just sold you it's an overnight thing so he could then become more of a millionaire from you buying his thing. That's marketing. (laughs) That's like unethical. Marketing. It's amazing sort of seeing these journeys or, or not seeing these journeys and then going through it and understanding okay, what, what truly happens behind the scenes. So let's let's take that angle. Let's go behind the scenes because with with your business, where where are you doing what your your prospects, your clients are sort of struggling with? Where are you not justifying or I can't do this? Where is that showing up for you? And let's use this as kind of a, a mirror to your business. Hmm. Right now in the sales, like I think I'm feeling blocked to what I'm currently doing, like the pipeline I have. I never really liked it per se in the beginning, but it yeah. worked. And so now I'm like, I tell them that they have to pivot, <laughs> but <laughs> I'm so busy taking care of them. I kind of use that as an excuse not to take care of me and mine. And I yeah. can definitely sales. Sales is a passion. It's a, a heart thing. And uh-huh. my sales drop the more i kind of think i need to pivot from where i'm at i've watched my sales go like that because i'm mm. a very creature and, and i emotionally sell 
two people. And it's yeah. not even like what I would do for them is different. It's just what's happening. The quality of people that my pipeline is bringing me right now isn't what I need. I think I'm ready for an upgrade. Like my brain's been saying, like, you're ready to upgrade this. But, but, but. <laughs> and then all the fears and doubts and the other stuff I have kind of. But, you know, this is working. It's not really working, though. So that's where I'm hey, at day to day. What are butts for? I don't know. What do you butts mean? are for pooping. So <laughs> how can we remove the butts from your business? What do you think is, you know, sort of time and time again, the one thing, the one thing for you that you see is the, is the butts, is the thing that's really sort of holding, holding you back. Sorry about that. My phone had a meltdown. That's okay. Hold on two seconds. That would have been about eight minutes into the podcast. And then this doesn't have a lot of charge, but we should hopefully have enough to get through. Everything had a meltdown today. What happened? Um. Well, my headphones, I lost the case. I never lose the case because I spend all day on the phone. So they weren't charged. So, and then my hey, actual on. headset just stopped working. I've got to share this with you. Let me pop this in the chat for you. Here's how you froze on our call. Oh no! <laughs> Not seeing anything yet. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't sum me up. I don't know what does. Oh, like, that's fantastic. <laughs> Screenshot that before it goes. <laughs> I actually have a picture of me on a yacht doing exactly that, drunk with like a margarita, and everybody said, that is so you. Oh, my gosh. It is so me. <laughs> there we are. Love that. So, look, we, we can chop this and get straight back into it. So, um, Perfect. Uh, 36 minutes on this one, so hopefully we'll be good. What have you got? 46 minutes, probably enough, right? 
40, 46 minutes. What? On the battery. Cool. Yeah, we want to go for about another 20 minutes. Um, do you want to remove that background so it's the same, same as the last one? Sure. Let me try. Okay. There. Cool. Super. All right. So where do we get to? So we got to... Butts. Butts are for pooping. We got to butts. Okay, of course we did. Right. Nice one, Mark. So what about for butts are for pooping? And then you laughed. And let me qualify that and then we'll go straight into it. Does that sound good? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So what are butts for? Butts are for pooping. Ha 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 ha. <laughs> so what do you find like time and time again are the are the butts that kind of that hold you back. What is that right now for your business? I think it's that fear of change. Like when you know something's working, it's like, but the system is good. And I was always the person who hated that very thing. So it's like, a, it's a kick in my own teeth. I'm disrespecting myself because I was always the person that came in and made the change. That's yeah. just well, and that's why people, the corporate people love me. They're like, oh, let's get send Ruth into this shit pile and she'll fix it <laughs> and she'll build it. And that's what I do. But then with me, I'm like, I need to fix this and build something new. And that's been going on for like a month bubbling. And I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> so you'll, you'll, oh my gosh, you'll find all the reasons why you can't do this or you shouldn't do this. I mean, we were chatting away offline before you came on about, you know, the, the masculine versus the feminine, the what, what is the right way for you to build your business? Because you come from a very sort of masculine world, hustle, grind, do the thing. And it's like, yeah. hey, that's not quite aligned with with you and your business. So what's it like as as you try and and you're you're in this right now, you're in this moment trying to work out what who am I? How do I want to serve? How do I want to show up? What's what's going on as you run your business, help your clients, but also juggle juggle this? Hmm. I I the way you said it there just made like I saw a visual, it made total sense. Like this business was built and I know the lady who built it and she had a very masculine salesperson of it. I don't like his sales style at all. And he kind of taught her how to build this sales pipeline the way it is. And I, it was a business in a box kind of thing. And it's like, I've, I can see that masculine side in that. And that's why it's become very not, I am not congruent with it anymore i wasn't in the beginning but coming from the masculine world i was able to run yeah. with it because i was used to similar tactics but i've never sold well on the floor using masculine it's always feminine like people love to buy harleys for me because i was the only chick on the floor they came to me for that and i would just you know be my little blah, blah, self <laughs> and then because you said it that way i was like this is what i've got right now very masculine and this is where I'm seeing it very feminine. I take away all the calls. I take away anybody speaking to me that doesn't really want to speak to me. Right now, I'm forcing them down a pipeline and I'm trying to speak to them. I'm trying to close in them. And I have all those skills, but I want to get rid of those. That's not me anymore. It doesn't really work. And the clients that it has worked with, I haven't used any of those skills, if you know what I mean. So yeah. it's like what has worked in my business is what I can see in the new pipeline. So the pipeline would actually kind of flip everything backwards. They would get to know me and they would go down and they would get all the questions answered that they wanted before they even decided to talk to me. So it would mean I would get rid of maybe 20 calls and have two a month instead of 20 a week. But those mm. two 
people that actually really liked me, wanted to work with me, and I didn't need to do anything on the other side. They would have everything they need before they come to me. Problems so, and that is the exact opposite of the hustle yeah. grind mentality of get 20 sales yeah. calls and just do volume, which yeah, right. everything has its place. There are some people that that works very well for. I'll always hold space for that. It sounds like as you built this, maybe it's a cookie cutter approach. What you do, how you do it, that's one thing. You, you, that's your expertise. You've got this nailed. But who you are with your mm -hmm. business, who your clients are, you said you accidentally on purpose found your people. And this approach that you're told to do doesn't quite work. It doesn't feel aligned. So you've forgotten, mm -hmm. huh, I forget yourself, you've forgotten yourself through this and you've forgotten your clients. No wonder the connection isn't quite there. It's right. the vehicle. So what's so what's so scary about tweaking and changing this? What is what is the but that is kind of in your way as we kind of sort of flesh? Because I know this is new, you're working this through in the moment. Mm -hmm. What's tough right now? I think the biggest thing is um, finances. And this is something I was like, I always get like annoyed with clients for. I'm like, what do you mean you wanted to market and you thought you could do it for free? <laughs> and then I know it's going to be expensive. You know, setting up something, it just costs money. It just takes time and money. That's it. Those are the two things. Uh, there's nothing complicated around it. So it's just like, because the business is new and I, I'm resisting working or getting a job or doing any of that stuff because I'm actually doing really well where I'm at. But it's mm. not growing because I keep, um, I'm still doing this little fluctuate, you know, money in, money out. So yeah. It's like I'm getting a little money in and I'm starting to save a little bit. And I'm like, oh, I have to change it now. But the more I talk about that, the more it's becoming like a really just a moot point. It's like, who cares? You change the money, there's going to be more money that will come. I mean, if you change the thing, it's going to make my life easier, going to take away a lot of stress. I'm going to be able to sell better and have what I want essentially in this. But in that moment, I mean, we, we can talk about yourself. We can talk about your clients. In that moment of it's the bloodline of the business, we, this needs to work. It needs to happen. We just have those fears and needs come into play. Mm -hmm. Sometimes things go out the window. Without the right safety mechanism and support around you, these can, it can just fall over. Plus, throw in personal life stuff that always comes in, our health, our thoughts, our relationships. It's, it's a soup of emotions and struggles and worries, whereas – there's the law of duality. We want to bring it back into fuck. It shouldn't it should be playful and more fun. Would that attract mm -hmm. the right clients for you? Oh, so definitely. How, what's the hardest thing about this balance for you right now? Ah, uh, letting go. I guess letting go of the old stuff. Even though logically I know that's dead. It never worked for me anyway. It was a framework that I bounced around in as a female. Yeah. Of male dominated sales environment but it was all these things that i'm trying to implement that were actually what worked for me in the end so it's kind of an ego death you know not necessarily an ego death but death of just who i've been my whole life because this is a transition on a personal level as well as business mm. so it's been oh, a big there's more layers for me here than just the business it's not like somebody who was grounded in their personality started a business started figuring out some of their personal stuff yeah. It's like I figured out a whole level of my human self in the last few months. And then there's a business on top of that, which all got kind of shaky because it's me. My business is me. So, of course, that's going to have a reflection 
when I'm doing all this inner work and changing, like peeling back the onion layers and I'm seeing them in my business and it's like peeling them back. What do I put in place kind of thing? Mm, And it's a case of, ah, I get it now. And also, ah, shit, I got to focus on this. I got to, there's something here I've got to look at. So the logically, I get it. The, I, I know, I know I need to let go. I know, I know, I know. But again, it comes back into in the moment. It's tough. So if we just take the focus off yourself for a moment, bring us back into your clients. Let's find the similarity. Let's find the thread that's that's the same. Maybe it'll flesh it out a bit more for you to see this from someone else's perspective with your clients who maybe can't justify, maybe aren't quite sure. Maybe they, I know, I know, I know I need to put some time and money into this. But however, what is that particular challenge that is so obvious to you being this side of the business you can see it you've had the experience you know the time the money the energy you need to put into it you know what's the fruits of that are going to be where do they struggle mm. i mean everything's an excuse you know i don't have the money or whatever that their blocks are their own but it's like if you don't take action to get what you want, you are not going to get anything. It's, you're going to be exactly where you are. So, you know, and I don't push people past that because I know there's a lot more that goes into it than just money, but I probably should. <laughs> I probably Ooh. should coach them around that. That's quite interesting. A bit. Do you find it's when like the, the, the money objection comes up or they can't justify or value this? Do you... Is a level of respect that you pause that's like, oh, that's a that's something I can't overcome, or I or maybe you maybe you understand it with yourself right now that is ah, oh, I I feel you. We're on the same page. Shit. Um, how do I help you to change the belief when I hold the same one? Maybe in a different place at a different level, but it's the same mm. feeling. Does that come up? Mm. I think something like that must come up because whenever they get off the phone and I haven't see, I hate that old sales kind of objection handling and any, any of that, I feel like I'm pressuring someone and that's not me. If I'm face to face with them, I can, I do naturally overcome these things, but I found transitioning to phone, a lot of that nuance is lost. And every time I didn't help them overcome that, when they got off the phone, I just thought this person's business is going to go nowhere because they don't have me or they're going to go and spend a little bit of money here. This is what happens. They'll spend $200 on this crap shack that pr- promises them leads and it won't happen. Or they'll spend $97 on an ad. And that's, we know that doesn't work. <laughs> and then $3,000 later, they could have just hired me to actually get them going and had it started. So I have all that guilt in my head when they go off the phone and I'm like, I know what their future is now. And it's not moving forward and actually building the foundations that they need to have the leads come mm. into the business. So, this is so interesting. This So this all comes yeah. from your own beliefs, your limiting false stories that, that you that you have for yourself. We all have them, so don't, don't guilt him around this. Mm-hmm. However, that then will create the scenario where if they go away, spend a little bit, see a bad result, that will then reconfirm their beliefs that this does not work. It yeah. does not work, even though it's completely different. But then they have a trajectory. You know where they're going. So if you are able to, crumbs, if you're able to reframe this for yourself to turn, rather than sales equals pressure, it's more, um, 
because I know you're you really want to build relationships. That sounds mm. like that's super important to you. So, if sales was relationships building, sales was decision making. Before anyone joins on, forget yourself. It's all about hey, is this the right thing for you? We want you to make a decision. Whether it's join us, a different coach, go to something else. As long as you make a decision, the right decision for you, that's all that matters. And I'll celebrate you whether you join us or go away, if it's the mm. right thing for you. If you don't mm. make a decision, fuck, that's disappointing. I've not done my job. My team hasn't done their job. They haven't shown up for themselves. So to tweak that and forget yourself, it's all about care, connect, and convert. What our clients want to do, and it's how you do that authentically. So where, where is that alignment challenge? Where are you out of alignment that feels like it's a it's a block, it's a barrier, it's a boulder, and I can see it, I know it, but every time mm -hmm. it comes about, it's like I can't get over it. Yeah, there's two places for sure. The first one was, I mean, the funnel itself. I don't like the wording. I don't. I'm just, it's going and it works. So it's really hard to be like, now I'm going to kill it because it's just feeding my business, you know, but I don't yeah. like it. I never from the beginning. I don't like the wording. I don't like um, it's that kind of style marketing that's getting yeah. people in about the authenticity. And then the sales script, I did change the sales script to be more me, but just with what you said, you know, is this right for you? I should just leave with that question. I don't even care what you're selling is a business right for you are you ready for what this means is yeah. a better thing like do you know how hard this is are you really ready to sign up because it's not about the money it's not about any of those things are you are you ready to oh, put like do you, do you see the difference there yeah thousands it's thousands of dollars on your credit card but it's gonna be worth it you know are you in touch with that hey now now you're questioning them now you're putting yeah. them at choice. Now it's like, hold on. I don't know if I even want to take you on board. I don't know if this is the right thing for you. Let's yeah. find out. Because I need to make sure that if you're on board, you're going to have these expectations, that you're going to be committed, that in fact, can we help you? Let's find out. There is a different energy towards that rather than is going to be a sale. How do I get you across the line? I'm not saying you do that every time, but it, as business, when you know, especially when we're starting out and building, we can get caught in these traps and think, oh, damn it. I, I, I was becoming that person again. I don't want to be that person. So is, is this a beautiful sort of transition you're going through? Is this a beautiful experience? Is it 50% exciting, 50% frustrating? Right. And if I look at the clients I did take on board, they were definitely like, they spent a ton of money on their stuff. Like they were ready. They were like, I'm yeah. here, I'm ready to make the sacrifices, leave my job, whatever it is, ready to make this happen. And that's when, you know, I gelled with them. So it's that mentality. It's finding people with that mentality. But the ads I have, have a very, they bring a scarcity mentality people to me a lot. And I can't help with that unless they want coaching or something, but that's not where I want to be in my business. But shift your energy, shift your mentality shift what you're bringing to this it can't help but to shift the relationships you said before it's just a different landscape one-on-one -on -one, in person so easy so easy to communicate and connect with people but online it feels different okay yeah. 
where can we get it to feel the same? Where can we bring in your energy into this new landscape? Well, the way I saw the new funnel would be like uh, more videos. So like like this, so more personal. Because I find when I transition from phone into Zoom, my mm. sales got because it's more like actually talking with me. So the yeah. actual funnel would be more authenticity, very similar to these questions that we're talking about now. And it's going to have two separate parts. So yeah, if you're not ready, I send them one place and here's like, pay me 20 bucks. I'll show you how to do it yourself. And then if they are ready, it's like they go to a different place where I then decide if I want to go a little further with them and book them on a call. I'll send them more personal information. And then that's, then it's into the their ball ballpark of the week we'll book a call. So when they're booking a call, they basically want to buy from me. And, and at no point do they have to be squeezed on a call or they get everything they need up until that point. So I basically yeah. provide everything to them, a more personal level. Yeah, and then all the, way, all the way through, you get to test. How authentic is this? How am I showing up? How is it feeling? I mean, you've got the base level. You know how it feels right now. Okay, mm -hmm. shift that. Where can we shift it? And yeah, you know this from the work you do. There's so much. There's so much in the tech. There are so many different aspects and pages and videos and transitions and automations. However, just one at a time, plug in through this. Where can I add a bit more me? Where can I add a bit more fun? Where can I have a bit more play? That's all. Mm -hmm. Simple, not easy, right? Just like everything in this world. So, so simple. It's not easy to do. But I love this concept. I love talking about this. It's so, so much fun. Ruth, thank you so much for playing along, for sharing not only your business, but your transition and how you're guiding yourself through this. It's so fascinating. Thank you so much. No, you're welcome. It's been awesome. Definitely learned some things. <laughs> well, thank you so much. Hey, look, if people want to find you and the amazing work that you do, where can they find you? They can go to my website, rwcreative.marketing, uh, uh, rw sorry. And they can contact me through there or they can get me on my Facebook page as well, which is rwcreativemarketing and hit me up there. Awesome. Well, everyone go and go and check that out. And uh, yeah, Ruth, thank you so much for, for being here today and for sharing. Thank you, Mark. It's been awesome. Really appreciate oh, you're it. You're so, so welcome. Hey, Katie. Yeah, Mark. Want to do an outro? I sure do. Sweet. Hey, thank you so, so much for listening and making it to the end. Yay, you. So what happens next? Uh, we ask them the things that podcasters are supposed to ask at the end of an episode. Can you please rate, review, download? Subscribe. Mm. Yeah. But why is it important? Because that's how our podcast gets noticed. That's how people find us. It is, and we want all their earballs. <laughs> all the earballs all over the place. We do. Nice. Yeah, so please do all those things. We'll be ever so grateful. And then more people hear your beautiful voice. Or yours. Oh, yeah. <laughs> See you next time. Bye.